Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest. His name is Michael Parker. He's been on my show a couple of times, and I was on his show recently talking about the Smiley Face Killer, and I posted that on October 4th. Today is October 20th, 2023. We also talked about the alien findings on our last shows, Texas cattle mutilations. People enjoyed that show. And also, we kind of talked about Tucker Carlson and the media. These are back in April, May, and June. And we were talking about doing a show kind of on the state of America. We're both concerned around the same age. And then I kind of dropped the ball flaked there. I got busy. I've traveled up north. Well, I got back. I said, hey, Mike, you know, hey, come back on the show. Let's let's pick this up. Let's do this. Well, in the time that that happened, he took a trip. And he can talk more about that uh, on the show. So Michael Parker of Michael Parker Media. Welcome back to the show. William, always a pleasure. And um, I love being on your show. So thank you for the invite. Cool. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you back. So for people who may not have heard our earlier shows or knew what you were up to, maybe you can talk about what happened to you just in this last month of October. Well, it was a kind of a last minute thing. Um, I enjoy archaeology a great deal, and that's part of my personal mission. Um, I'm very much interested in the origins of mankind, history, um, and that whole thing. And um, I just toured Turkey for 12 days with a group of people. Um, it's called Adept Expeditions. My friend Annie XT runs that group. And it was a lot of people that I had gone to Egypt with last year. And what was interesting about this is I went on, I went on the trip. And then while the trip is beginning, the Israeli-Palestine, well, actually, yeah, because it was on the 7th. So that happens while I'm going over there. So we're traveling through Turkey. This is happening we, in this group of about 20 some odd people, there were people from all over the, the world, um, mostly English speaking countries, but there were also um, people of Arabic countries with us. And it was just interesting how we all kind of, we, we didn't spend a lot of time talking on this because we were trying to enjoy our trip, but you couldn't avoid not talking about it. And weirdly enough, um, on Friday the 13th, that was the day, if you remember, that there was the rumor that there was going to be a new global jihad. Right. So I wake up day that morning. Rage. Right, day of rage. Yeah. I wake up that morning, and um, it's Friday the 13th, and I was supposed to, along with some other people, go on a hot air balloon over Cappadocia, which is a portion of Turkey. And while this may seem a little coarse or superficial to some, we were just kind of laughing about it, like, well, it's already booked, man. It's Friday the 13th global jihad, what could go wrong? Anyway, what I noticed about all of this, and one day when we were riding on our bus, because I didn't go on Twitter very much, but one day I opened it up and the first thing I see, and I don't remember which day this was, but the reports that were arising about the 40 babies who had been killed or whatever. And I turned to one of my friends and I said, look, I said, this reminds me very much of the beginning of the Ukraine war in which you don't know what to believe. And because you remember in the beginning of the Ukraine war, there was the stories about that ghost pilot that was shooting everybody down. We later find out that that was not true. And I was making the point that we have to be very careful what we read, because a lot of times these statements will come out and they are meant to incite and they are meant to uh, get people even more emotional about the whole thing. And then later down the line, you may find out that this wasn't true, but the damage has been done. And, you know, I think that shortly thereafter, they said it was a blogger who put that out. And then 
my friend um, who has connections within several Arabic countries, they were saying, hey, this thing about the global jihad, this isn't actually legit because it requires a certain proclamation from certain people. Anyway, long story short is I try to remain not subject to immediate knee-jerk reactions on these things, especially when you know I'm on a trip in Turkey, which is not part of the conflict as of yet. So while I was there, I was getting all of these emails and texts from friends and my family. Oh my God, you know, Michael, are you okay? Because we were also traveling very close to the Syrian border. But the point is, we were never close to any actual uh, things that were dangerous. And, and I very much enjoyed the trip, but it was just interesting to view all of this through that lens. And William, if I may, I had a, this morning, because I'm still jet lagged, and I wanted to come up with some points that I wanted to make to you. And I didn't want to waste your audience's time or, or forget them. So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jot down a couple of notes. And a, after, after I wrote it, I was like, you know what, I'm going to ask William if I could just read this, because this gets back to our original point, which was when you and I first spoke about this, we were going to talk about the decline of the United States, which concerns me greatly, concerns you greatly. And I believe that this decline is partially responsible for the chaos that is happening now because we no longer have the moral compass. So if I may, I'd just like to read a few paragraphs. Please do. Please do. This is an ominous time. We approach very near World War III, and our leader is a bumbling creature with eyes that are reminiscent of the black-eyed children. We no longer have the moral authority to be the light on the hill. In a matter of three years, our world has devolved into a dark, unforgiving place riddled with uncertainty and fear because the former supreme world power has lost its way. Is this incompetence or design or both? We have reached a place in the U.S. where no matter how dire things become, a portion of the populace and most of the media rationalize it against at least the orange man is not president. The displaced, the displaced aggression against this totem animal reigns supreme and no impending world war seems to be as important. This mad alternative is better than four years of no wars. It feels like theater, except it's real. We have no umpire, no referee, no peacemaker. In the current conflict, like Ukraine, the U.S. does not seek to mediate, but instead take sides and sometimes possibly instigate. This is not our finest moment, and I hope that it is not the twilight of a final moment. I also feel that this is not an accident, but a plan. There are those who seek to remake the world through a series of tragedies, and the people who wish for this think they are right. Conflicts overwhelm the possibilities of conflict resolution, and we are left with our president stating that some states could economically benefit from the creation of wartime tools. The cynicism of this compromise should not be lost on anyone. Can we be optimistic? Maybe not, but we can be realistic. Things are dark and getting darker. What happens when China takes Taiwan? As a non-interventionist, I believe all of these hotspots might have been avoided under cooler heads. And the U.S. is already in a new Vietnam without boots on the ground. With the Israel-Palestine situation, U.S. boots on the ground seems probable eventually. Meanwhile, the populace of the U.S. looks at its borders, homelessness, rising prices rooted in horrible energy policy, and whack job social progressivism. It is the recipe for breakdown. Superman is now a mediocre drunk with dubious intent and priorities. 
Very well said. Overwritten. And I hope that I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I don't think you're wrong at all. It's I think that the analogy to Superman in his kind of down uh, phase, down and out phase is very fitting. Because the U.S. used to, I mean, as an empire or as a referee, it kept everything stable. Now it's gone. So now all these little regional things pop up. And at, um, yeah. William, did you watch the speech last night that Biden made? No, tell me about it. I missed it. It was, it was horrible. But anyway, I, I watch it just because I wanted to prep for your show. But I mean, I've got some notes about it. Because one of the things he's he talks about is, you know, American leadership. He talked about American leadership holding the world together. But we're not leading. To lead would mean to mediate and to push for ceasefires. Instead, we take money from our own citizens. We give aid to foreign conflicts that almost certainly cannot be solved in this way. And it sows seeds of discord here at home and abroad. And so that was just one thing that bugs me because we're now going to give, I guess, Israel $105 billion or something. Um, I don't know how many billions, $150 billion probably at least, at in least. Ukraine. And I'm not taking sides on any of this. I'm an America first person. I stand with the people of all of these countries, not necessarily with their governments. And I, all I know is that we weren't in this situation three and a half plus years ago. I agree. There was actually the Abraham Accords, if you remember that. They actually, uh, Trump got people to the negotiating table and actually worked out something that nobody ever thought would happen. Usually these peace agreements happen after warfare. And it really, I kind of see this event that happened October 7th as a hundred year war, like something yes. that we saw like back in the kind of middle ages, like they, they really have just been fighting on and off forever. And this is the most recent flare up, but yeah, I mean, it's really coming apart and that money, where's that money going to and what's it for and who's benefiting it certainly isn't helping me or no. anybody in the U S no, not at all. And I think that there's a lot of people who are wondering the same things. And like I say, I am not picking sides in these conflicts. My concern is just with the U.S. as, you know, our conversation initially started about the decline of the U.S. Because, William, man, I am really, I'm very concerned. And I mean, just look at the U.S. this year. I mean, there's the, the Maui disaster. There was the East Palestine disaster. Um, the border crisis continues unabated. We have massive homelessness. Um, we, it's we, an invasion. It's a it's an invasion. It's their constitutional duty to protect the border. So they're basically this government is criminal, in my opinion. I don't think anything is my opinion. I think it's actually criminals for not doing it. You don't even know it's coming through. Kids are getting raped, organ trafficking, drugs. It's like a four. I call it the fourth world. So like a third world is poverty, but the fourth world is like Mad Max. It's literally like Mad Max at the border. It's something crazy. Yeah. And there, nobody's doing anything. No. People are going down there. Robert F. Kennedy's been down there, Elon Musk. And they're like, guys, this is a disaster. And then Mayorkas, who's the head of DHS, sits in front of Congress and just lies constantly. Yeah, everything's fine. I don't know. What are you guys whining about? You know, like he's just playing it cool. It's unbelievable. And we can get into the whole shot situation, which is a disaster, stolen election. I mean, oh. They have to steal the election, Mike. They cannot allow a free and fair election ever again. So I would. I, that's a warning to you and to the American populace. I worry about that a great deal. And, you know, I mean, to me, that was so obvious what happened. And shortly after the election, um, if you remember, Time Magazine had a cover around February how we saved the election or whatever. I mean, basically right, they're just telling right. you yeah. we did this. Okay. Right. Right. And um, it's a tacit know, they, admission. Yeah. A ta 
<laughs> well said, yeah. my friend. Yeah. It, I didn't... mean, it's real. It happened. No, they think it was justified. Just like you said in your theme, Orange Man, about you can do anything to stop this crazy person. Like they've caricaturized. He's caricaturized himself, but yes. they characterize him. And so you hear some of these guys that like liken Trump to like a, a world ending comet. You know, like it's so weird. Like he was he was getting beat for me. From my perception, I didn't really, I mean, I, he was getting beat up the whole time about everything, like Russian collusion. Everything was lie. Like, he had to actually do his job while they just viciously lied about him constantly. It's off, off the wall. Everything was against him, including, and listen, I voted for Trump, and from the get-go, I did, I did too. I did too. from the get-go, I knew that I was going to vote for him because I didn't want Hillary Clinton. That, that was my main reason to vote for the guy. And I, maybe I've said this on your show in the past. I don't know. I told my dad, um, who's a lifelong Republican, hey, you know, when, when the uh, debates began, I was like, I happened to be in Texas at that time. And it was going to be the first debate. I said, dad, I want to watch the debates. He kind of looked at me like, really? And I said, yeah. So there was 12 of those guys up there. Right. And, um, <laughs> and I said, look, this is the only guy who's going to be gangster enough to take on the Clinton DNC. So look, I'm not trying to pump up Trump. I'm just saying you've got to be honest in your, you've got to be objective about this. And it is objectively obvious that we are in a far more dire situation now than we were under him. So all these people bitching and moaning about that, I don't know what they're, they're smoking because we're in a way more serious situation now. It is not good. I totally agree with you. I think that Biden's approval rating should be at zero. I don't know why. Who's a negative that. integer. Yeah, like a negative. Like, what's going on? Like, the prices are up. Uh, interest rates are up. Dude. Kids have lost their future. They feel like they're going to die from climate change. Like, I talked to college-age kids, and they have the most grim outlook. Like, I never worried about uh, climate change. It's obviously a joke. They don't yeah. know what they're being. These guys are really vicious propagandists. They don't understand that yet. They don't know how venal they are, yeah. Within days of him taking office, he started shutting down um, American oil production and transport. Now, here's the deal. When, when that happens, you are essentially putting a tariff over everybody and everything. Everything you eat, everything that gets transported from A to Z, how do you think it got there? And as those prices for fuel go up, that gets passed along to you at every level of the, of the chain. And I mean, so that was like the first thing he did. So people's economic outlook immediately started to diminish with those moves. And he has not stopped. And I mean, uh, it just blows my mind, man. It's it, common oh, yeah. sense is absolutely completely out the window. And now we've got Ukraine. Now we've got Israel, Palestine. And, you know, it's only going to get worse. Like what? <laughs> There, feels well, like there, are there rumors online of like the troops are mobilizing like that's really i mean that's that's pretty intense that's their third world war stuff with already like all of our reserves and everything just blown out all of our equipment just got destroyed in ukraine like what's going on you guys are, and you have janet yellen the country's legitimately bankrupt yeah and the credit rating has gone down she says yeah we have enough money to fight two wars who what money we're just going to inflate money and destroy everybody's earnings we're going to be a freaking weimar republic and that's going to get worse because what happened in World War II was a direct, directly tied to everything that happened in World War I and post-World War I in Germany. When you take all those people's money, you're going to be angry. And those people were very angry, and Hitler was angry, and it was a symbiosis. And they, want, they wanted somebody tough guy to come in and fix things, 
and they ended up with the dictator and they're like, yeah, okay, we can work and eat now. Right. So you're going to have something like that in the U S and people, they don't understand those cyclical events and the huge sociological effects of this kind of destabilization because people want stability. So financial stability, psychological stability, it's going to be a, the, the, the consequences of their, of the next 10 or 20 years of what's happening now are going to be blow people's minds. This fourth quarter of 2023, you know, we were sitting like, well, how can it get worse? Right. You know, and, um, and sure enough, it has. And at one point during his speech last night, he, you know, he was talking about how pulling out of Ukraine, because he talked a lot about Ukraine, tying Ukraine to the Israel issue. And he was saying, you know, that, that pulling out of Ukraine would embolden our enemies. Well, bro, what do you think that you did when you completely blew that pullout of Afghanistan? I supported a withdrawal from Afghanistan, but not like that. I mean, we left behind like $80 billion worth of munitions. We left behind Americans. We left behind our allies. allies right. And the picture, the picture, people forget this. There were people in Afghanistan so desperate, they were hanging on to the side of airplanes because they knew, you know, this is only going to get worse. And of course, they all fell to their death. I mean, if there was any symbol to me of the Biden administration, it would be the people falling off the side of airplanes out of desperation. Right. And that, they kept a, a tight rein on the stories of where those weapons went. Like mm -hmm. some of those may have made it all the way to Gaza Without and a doubt. See, even Ukraine. So like there, this open check to the American people is disgusting. No auditing. Where's the money going? Zelensky's a puppet. Like, it's a fake war. Why is Russia our enemy? I haven't figured that out yet. Mm -mm. There's something strange about the people who ruled this country that they picked a fight on somebody else's border, and then our border's wide open. It doesn't make any sense. Like, you should be, that $100 billion should be done to the border. I'm not anti-immigration. I'm no. anti-illegally immigration. It's Absolutely. It's distinctly different. So, uh, we want the best and the brightest. We do not want a bunch of rapists, child molesters, and idiots. I mean, literally, people are getting raped now in the U.S. and murdered from these people who we don't even know who they are. If you were a criminal and you were going to go to a richest country, you'd want to go to the richest country in the world and steal people's stuff. That's what's happening. They've had robberies here in my, my town that I've never seen in 20 years. Unbelievable. I live in Los Angeles for your audience. who does know. I live in Los Angeles and, and um, California, the people's Republic of California, you know, kind of all bad ideas start here. You know, this is, this is, this is where they test them out and then we, then we move them out. And so, there was a thing called Prop 47 where they changed some laws in California about how we would prosecute people at what level of monetary value, you know, it would be a felony versus a misdemeanor. They raise it. Now we have these marauding gangs throughout San Francisco, L.A. They just go in like 20 or 30 people. They ransack the store to the point that major retailers are now pulling out. So I guess what I'm trying to say is this feels like an, a, a controlled implosion to me. Yeah, this feels like we're doing all of this because we're going to scrap all this and start over, you know, and look, that brings us to like the WEF. Who's pulling the strings of Biden? I mean, is this incompetence or is this design? It may be a little bit of a both, but I do believe that a lot of this has to do with a future restructuring of the planet. And to do that, we've got to tear existing things down. I think you're right. The same thing's happening in Europe. So the borders yeah. are open yeah. there too. And the mass rape sweden is a mess like there's no go zones in sweden and france unbelievable like never thought that that would ever happen and it could happen here 
I mean, it's just unbelievable. They are destroying the country. They're literally at war with their own citizens. I, I don't think there's anything less than that. Right before um, we started this, I was hearing some reports that there are reports that there might be a bit of a mutiny within the State Department. Well, I mean, our foreign policy has never been worse or more incompetent. And apparently, you know, one guy has already left left the department. And, you know, because people feel like Blinken, excuse me, and the crew are not listening to them. They just seem to be going full speed ahead on all of this and not taking good information. And unfortunately, when that happens, you know, and, and, and the cooler heads exit the room, you're left with the, the crazy people. Right. Which is really kind of scary. And, yeah. and you know, Anthony Blinken's dad was uh, Robert Maxwell's lawyer. Like these connections are not good. Yeah. Like he's a full on like uh, part of the Maxwell criminal empire who was like blackmailing everybody left and right. His daughter, too. So. That does not surprise yeah. me at all. Yeah, I've got a great I've got a great uh, meme here. I'm going to pull it up. This is this is how uh, Netanyahu rules the uh, rules the United States. This is his. This is this is a meme. It's obviously not real, but this is all the compromise he has on like American politicians. Oh, you know, so this is his speech. Oh, tons, man. Throughout through Epstein, they never and busted the people who were using the the. They never busted the Johns, right? No. They just busted the procures. Everybody's in the club, and um, but apparently Donald Trump was not in the club, and everybody hated him, and. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of people say, ah, you know, he's playing a role and this is all theater. I don't know if I buy that because it seems like everybody that I dislike dislikes him. And, um, you know, you, you can judge a man by his enemies. Right. And I'm not saying that Donald Trump is the savior. I'm just saying, like, that's that is the only jackhammer that we had to work with. And I'm not team neocon at all. I really despise the Bush administration. I despise what we did in the war on terror. So I'm not about all of that. I, um, I'm an anti-war guy and that doesn't mean that I'm a pacifist, but I don't believe you need to go around, you know, waving a big stick and just knocking stuff over and trying to bring Liberty to places or democracy to places where that is not within their culture. One of a very close friend that I've made on these trips, you know, he's, he's from the Arab world and he's like, Michael, he goes, that just doesn't work in some of these countries. And it's just, it's a cultural thing. So you cannot force people to adopt ways of governing that are not applicable to the way that they have evolved over thousands of years. I mean, they, these are tribal areas and sometimes you need a strong man and that strong man may be a really bad person, but that's what that country works under and then um when we decide to pull the rug out of these people like Gaddafi in libya look what we have now libya libya was a secular country where women could wear squirt skirts and 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 swimsuits and such and now i mean the place yeah open slave markets and yes. it's a way it's a route through to europe for yes. just like uh uh people who are never going to adapt people who are never going like they're just never going to adapt to italy or wherever they end up so it's going to be a disaster. This is a disaster. You're saying it's warfare. It's migration warfare. There's absolutely no doubt about it. But yeah, the cultures are different. If you look at Russia, they've always been run by a strong man, even under communism and under the current Putin kind of regime. It's always been. It's just 
It's just their sensibility. They have this artificial kind of democratic thing, but it usually ends up that the strongman is a crude power. And even mm-hmm. the Politburo or whatever was just kind of like uh, rubber stamping everything. But yeah, no, it's very true. So I, the, the quest for democracy is the propaganda that's fed to the American people so that these guys can do whatever they want. That's really it. Oh, so we're bringing democracy. Great. We're not really that democratic anyway. So it's kind no. of a joke. To, and, uh, thing. Yeah. And, it, and it goes back to our original point. I mean, where is our kind of moral authority to do any of this anymore? Our house is not in order. And that's what I'm the most concerned about because you lead by example, right? And if you sort things out in your own country, then you will be taken more seriously abroad. But if you just go around willy nilly um, taking sides on these things, instead of trying to mediate situations and conflicts. And, and when you've got like, you got a guy like Biden, who we all know is incredibly corrupt and not has no mental acuity left hardly at all. I mean, we just look like we're all nuts in here. Yeah, no question. Do you know that his family has like invested their monies in all kinds of things that are based on U.S. policy? So they're almost always involved. So this migration thing, they're involved in benefiting off of the funds that are going to the migrants. So everything that the government has like put out, they have a stake. They have like these stakes and people have traced them. So it's not just the bribes or hunters getting influence or whatever and the shell companies and all those things like that. It's that they are making investments on knowing policy changes. So yeah. I would, I'd be surprised. I w- they were involved in Metabiota and Ukraine. 100%. Oh yeah. All this crazy stuff. Like I do Ukraine not think the Americans don't understand how bad it is. That's the other thing is that the, the idiot box, the lobotomy box, they watch too much TV and they get propagandized. They don't know how bad it is. They got the U S and the, the NATO lost. The war has been lost. The Russians won. And nobody will really tell it to him. And Biden got on last night saying we're going to give him some more money. Okay, so we give them more money. And then then what happens? A lot of that money, you know, probably never even leaves the U.S. It goes back into the pockets of uh, defense contractors or whatever. I mean, if it hasn't worked by now, when is it going to work? And and the other thing about giving money to Israel, like I say, here again, I'm not picking sides here. I'm just saying, let's be honest here. I think Israel probably has most of what it needs. And um so when we go to give them more money, what, what, what are they going to do? I don't know. It just, we need that money here. We need to shore up our own situation, pull ourselves together, take care of our own family and, you know, try to return to what the world used to see America as, because I am of the belief that the world needs America to be in that position for, for decades over this 200 year plus thing. That's the way people looked at us. That's the reason they wanted to come here. They saw us. We're not, we're not perfect, but we were one of the best options that you had. And we seemed, we tried not always succeeded, but we could make things happen. Yes. The pursuit of it. Yeah, yes, it the the pursuit democratic of it. ever. ever yes. Ever. No question about it. There's no, I mean, there was and all now, kinds of internal, internal squabbles, but it was the most fair. And actually, the rule of law and the courts are very reliable, or have been up until mm-hmm. recently. And that was something that really characterized the U.S. other than other countries and like uh, you know third world countries. Is actually, you had property rights, and the rule of law was was something that it was agreed upon amongst all the citizens. It's like okay, let's take this to the courts. Uh, so. 
that everything like everything else it's all eroding which is a shame yeah uh you mentioned property rights and property rights that some people might think that's a mundane idea but no that is a very fundamental idea and i don't know if you've done anything on the whole maui fires thing but i mean that i just did one yesterday oh i just okay. did one from a hawaiian local yesterday with loomis yes yeah, i cannot wait to hear that um, yeah, he knows a lot yeah very suspicious yeah, very suspicious. And, you know, we can't put out fires on the island of Maui. We cannot clean up toxic spills in East Palestine, but we can toss around hundreds of billions of dollars to foreign countries to try to end international squabbles that existed before us and will exist long after us. It's just, I don't know, man. I No, I'm, it's absolutely crazy. Russia has always had border problems. Yeah. They've had border problems since the foundation of that, the Rus, the Rus people really grew out of the Mongol empire. There was Moscow was like a central place for the taxes to be collected, to be sent back to Genghis Khan and his heirs. And so it just grew up and there was all kinds of border wars. They're fighting with the Muslims. They're fighting with the Germans. They're fought, France invaded. There was a Lithuanian Polish team that tried to take their land. So they've always had these border problems and, the last border problem with the Nazis almost ended the entire country. So they're very sensitive. And why we're getting involved there is a testament to the complete idiocy and corruption of the government and the Biden administration and the other kickers that they don't even want to, they want to, everything that they do has a grift to it. Yeah. So this conflict, they don't care that half, there's blood of half a million men in Ukraine on their hands. They don't care. They want their, their grift, their kickbacks, their 10%, whatever goes to the big guy. And that they don't even care if they don't win. They're just going to have this the same Vietnam principle, right? Yeah. Vietnam was the same thing. Oh, we're just doing this war so we can constantly sell uh, helicopters. That's how venal, that's how corrupt these people are. They don't care about the deaths. All of them, Newland and all these other Kagan and her husband and all these other freaks, they're going to try to make money on the upside too. So they're going to destroy the country and then spend our tax, do tax dollars you know, fixing the roads and everything when it's when it's agreed upon done. We're basically supporting the entire state. We're paying people's like retirement uh, funds. And Zelensky, God only knows they made him a citizen. Like this is incredible. It's just just like the worst. There's nothing that Biden has touched that he hasn't blown. I agree 100 percent. And when the Ukraine situation started, I tried to tell people gently Look, hate to break it to you, Ukraine is kind of a corrupt country. And Victoria Newland, who you mentioned, this all goes back to 2014. You know, we helped overthrow their, their elected. She, she was part of that. So, you know, it's the same old thing over and over. This is not conspiracy theory. This is pattern recognition. You can see it over and over and over. And now we're at this situation where I don't know what comes next. And I, I clearly... The current administration, I don't think they could take on anymore because we've not we've not succeeded at anything yet. So I, I, I don't know what, what I don't know what's around the corner, but I'm a little freaked out. Yeah, they haven't solved any problems. No, they done anything. it's <laughs> off the charts. It's like, like a, it's a comedy show. I, I don't even know. I mean, this is how but deadly. But yeah, no, the consequences are very grim. Uh, at least 7000 people who've come into the country. There's rape things like, you know, that one out of eight women in Sweden have been raped now when rape would never existed like that's just that's a form of warfare that's yeah. incredible stats that's what's happened going to happen in the u.s and i have daughter you know i have family like this is terrifying like people don't understand the consequences of what's going on they're so stupid 
these guys play checkers and they don't see ahead two steps on anything. It's really incredible. And Biden was always the dumb one. I don't know how, how he I mean, obviously there's vote fraud. That's how he got in. And and that's why you have a, like an accurate vote. I mean, it's obvious. It should be elementary. It's so that the people can get somebody who will represent them, the tough guy. That was always the way it was in countries is the, yep. the most clever, the smartest, toughest guys, the one people vote for because they know they're going to do the job. And we got this guy who's like 80 years old wearing a mask or something. Yesterday, he, he, I, he literally, I, I'm at the point where they've got, I mean, this sounds really crazy. Like the stuff that I talk about, people go, you're a conspiracy theorist. There's somebody out there wearing a mask. He has a double. I'm not kidding. Yeah. They're scratching his mask. He's got weird things going on with his chin. It's abnormal. Something's going on. Like they either puffed him full of fake stuff or he's literally wearing a high end disguise. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. How weird is that? William, we're at a place where now, I mean, I think a reasonable person that's somewhat informed, and I see someone mentioning the chin. Yeah, the chin was really weird. I have not listened to that segment in full. I just, I just saw a little bit of that. But here's the thing, whether it's the mask, whether it's the chin, whether it's a lot of these things, we're at a place where now a reasonable person has to question all of it. I mean, we are at the uh, screaming horizon of ultimate deception at all times. And yeah, yeah. And those of us who want to point these things out, you know, we're the enemy. And, um, you know, we've talked about this a lot before about the media's role in this. I mean, they're still carrying water for this guy. And yeah. at some it's, point, it's part, Mike, it's part because the intel agencies are all were involved in the election. The 50 guys who said it smelled like yes. Russian disinfo. They're the ones that pulled the triggers and made sure he was installed. They they undercut the president of the United States and installed this guy. Watch this. I can't explain this. This is inexplicable. I want you to try to explain this to me, Mike. I don't get it. Watch this face. It's so weird. Watch his chin. It doesn't make sense. There's like a gap there. And then his yes. chin in other places yes. is totally normal. And it retracts. It just retracts. Yeah, retracts. Like, what is, dude, what's going on? This guy's an actor, dude. I don't, and watch this other one. There's pictures of these guys, too. Or the, the people watching him are like, God, I hope it doesn't blow it. I ought to find that picture. Like, I had to screenshot it. It was incredible. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm very concerned. And while I was overseas, you know, we're in Turkey. And um, my brother-in-law is from Turkey. And he, was, he and his family were very excited that I was going to go tour there. And so people were kind of getting me hip to, like, what everybody's like and everything. And, um, you know, they, they're very stoic. Well, let's return to the Biden thing. I'll continue in a minute. No, I mean, I'm just trying to play this in the background. No. Like how strange he looks. And the other thing is, like, sometimes he's lucid and sometimes he's not. Like, this guy's acting like he's illucid. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't think like he's lucid. I don't think that. Yeah. Okay, so last night when I'm watching the speech, you know, he's reading from the teleprompter. I didn't wait to see if he took any questions afterwards. I just I just watched that bit. But, um, I mean, no, no. we're His mental disability is um, a selling point to the people who control him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think so. Because they, like, they, they know he'll never say no. Mm -mm. He's not running anything, dude. Yeah, no. I don't think he can figure out what he had for breakfast. Let me ask so you this. all the people surrounding him. Let me ask you this. Because I saw somebody made a remark kind of about Gavin Newsom, and now I guess Gavin Newsom is going to... Um, go to Israel. And I made the remark, <laughs> a friend of mine from the, the travel group said um, that, I don't know, some, some 
city, maybe in Northern California, they elected a dog as mayor. And I'm like, well, our governor is Damien. So I think this is actually, you know, a step up. And now he's going to go over that. But who do you think they will run uh, for president? Do you think they're going to go ahead and roll with Biden still? If they've got all the all the fake, you know, ballots figured out, yeah, they'll just roll with them because it's powerful for all of them. The, those entrenched people like Fauci and the people yes. at the CIA and the FBI, they want somebody like that who will never curtail their power. And, they, and that's they, why they were always against Trump because yeah. he was like, no, I don't want to do that. OK, you're a Russian agent, you know, and so that we're going to run a disinfo. I mean, these guys all should have been arrested. Yes. I figured they were all engaged in treason against the chief executive. Agreed. Elected. Yeah. And the, my big gripe with Trump was like, you know, I voted for you not to put these kind of people on your cabinet. And then they all stabbed him in the back. So yeah. as you mentioned, I mean, he was fighting from behind from day one. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I think it's pretty clear that obviously he's going to get the nomination. Now, whether they end up allowing him to do that, whether we even have an election, I don't know. Um, and I, but I, I agree with you that I think even as ridiculous as this all looks, I think they still roll with Biden unless he croaks. Yeah, the, that's the whole thing is that he may already be dead. And they're just they're just they're putting somebody out there. No, have you I seen know. his double? Have you seen his double? Well, I've seen I'll the guy. You. I saw the guy in the parking lot, if that's who yeah. you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, it looks exactly like like Biden's frame. And they I will say his frame them. Yeah. And I will say that in other countries, that's commonplace because, um, you know, uh, you have lookalikes because people will try to assassinate the actual leader. So you have these other guys. Um, I mean, it sounds crazy in America, but I mean, we're we're way past crazy at this point. Oh, I mean, we're, we're, we're now we're in never, never land. Yeah, it's the Wizard of Oz. Watch yeah. this guy, guys. This is him. This is like a video merges. This guy looks exactly like Biden 20 years earlier. Like it's the same body, but it's not Biden. He's too spry. Yes. He's just rolling on out to the car, man. Yeah, putting in a long day's work. Right. That's definitely not Feeling Biden. good. Punch the time clock, gotta cash the check, move yeah. along, hit a bar. Yeah. Done a great job. Here's a million bucks. We're <laughs> we're funneling billions. Here's a million. Yeah. Look at this guy. This is his double. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I saw this a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Those are like secret agents or like cops escorting them out. And he's not even fussed that people are are, are kind of looking at him, busting. He's, he's like, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. I've been doing this job off for a couple of years, bro. It's crazy. Oh, man. It's Kagemusha. You ever hear of Kagemusha? Uh, that's uh, Akira Kurosawa's film where they uh, like hire a guy to yes. do that, like a fake. <laughs> like it's the same thing. It's the same thing. They hire some fake guy to act like a tough guy. Yeah. And he's, he's not the other guy's ailing, but this is it. Yeah. Well, I don't know what happens now, William. I'm very concerned because, look, I admit, man, I'm old school. It's like, uh, you know, I I like a good time. I'm pretty middle of the road. I People do your own thing. Don't hurt anybody else. But my my values, my vision, and the strength, I believe, of America is still rooted in a sense of traditional values. And then when you start amending that and adding all these ifs, ands, and buts on it, and then we start going down all these rabbit holes and dividing everybody into subtypes and removing the idea that you are an American, but now you're, it is your race, it is your gender, it is your religion, some mixture thereof, and then you just keep creating more and more divisions, that's where we are now. We're just at the stalemate where 
we can't do anything because we're all fighting amongst ourselves, which I believe. And listen, I'm sure the people that are watching this, many of them, they're like, yeah, we know all of this. And, and I'm glad that you do, because a lot of people still do not. And they still not do not understand the idea of social engineering. And I believe there's social engineering on a national level and also a global level. Yeah. I'm like a Yuri Benzimov guy. You, you watch Yuri Benzimov? I've heard of them. Like, yeah. Watch his videos. There, there's like he's telling you exactly what they're doing. Yeah. You create divisions, you you create racism, you break down the country. He was former KGB, right? Yeah, yeah, KGB. Yes. He spoke good English, yeah. He, he yes. was right. I think that's exactly what's happening now. When I was mm -hmm. a kid, I used to watch cartoons that had America as a melting pot. So, mm -hmm. like, they were trying to break down people's ethnic, you know, the tribalism and stuff like that. But now it's gone, man. This whole, you know, race branding and stuff like that. So, it's, it's uh, we're, in a, we're in a tight spot. We need a whole brand new... Uh, group of leaders i don't see them coming up like this guy vivek ramaswamy or whatever they're trying that guy is a full-on new world order tool he's not independent he's been backed by a lot of guys and he's been out on the world economic forum too so got to watch out for him he's another freaking fake and, it, and it's too bad it's too bad because if you just heard what he says because he, he reminds me of obama a bit and um Paul he's he, he says Paul. he says the right things but yes i'm aware of the the wef connection and the fact i mean he was a, a big time tech guy right and yeah um so look he was, at the end he, of, yeah he was kind of like a big pharma guy he, he made that's money right. on yeah. a pharma swindle or alleged sharp practice swindle is maybe a good way to define it in my let's opinion. Just, William, let's just say for the for conjecture let's just say for some reason we don't run Trump. Then what do we do? Because um, I was trying to come around to DeSantis because I think that he had done some good things in Florida. But, man, he's pretty hawkish. That concerns me. And then Viviswami, there are the issues that you just mentioned. And then the rest of the those guys, I don't really uh, – I mean, I, no, we're in a world of hurt. You know, we had, the country produced – a lot of powerful figures at the right time and some not at the right time. Uh, but we had Washington, Jackson, Lincoln, and then Wilson was a total joke. He, he yep. rolled over and gave us the federal reserve. Like mm -hmm. he turned out to be a total spineless goofball. That's probably why they got him in there. Cause he was an academic. And oh, then, sure. uh, yeah. And then I think Roosevelt did a good job. Like people always yep. were claiming Roosevelt was, was a joke, but, uh, you put the right people in the right place. Let me ask you this. I'm sure you've talked about it this show on a lot, but since I've been out of the country, I just want to hear what you have to say. So the RFK, you know, is, is going to run as an independent. What are your thoughts on that? I wish him the best of luck. Me too. I don't think they can allow him to become president. I don't think no. they can allow Trump in. So right. I think we're this whole, the, actually everything leading up to the election is going to be more interesting than the election itself. And he's putting himself right in the position of his dad. Yes. Because he's going after these entrenched powers that are now waning in influence, thank God. Like, I think the uptake on the booster is like 1% of the whole population. So that means Pfizer is going to, you know, which is, I think Ed Dowd said Pfizer's eventual stock price is zero. I think he's right. So these, but those entrenched, entrenched powers are trying to hold on. And that's really who are probably very nervous about him ever becoming close to political power. So I, I don't think that these, I mean... I hope he went. I would vote for him. I would vote yeah. for Trump. I would not. I just couldn't. I don't. Biden's terrible. He's putting our whole country at risk. We're right on the brink of a nuclear holocaust. Like yeah. one mistake or one, 
you know, one one bad error out of uh, Russia like that actually happened. I think you and I talked about yes, that yes. Once, like that one in 61. Like if this guy who thought he was supposed to hit the nuclear button followed orders, you know, the whole world would have changed. So like, after a while, the math is not on your side, William. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> after a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just gets more like when you're at the heightened state, it's like it gets worse and worse. So and then right on cue, right on cue, October surprise. Now we've got this really really dangerous situation in israel palestine and yeah. you know it and it seems like you know the iranian uh red guard may have been involved with hamas or whatever i mean it, it feels just like another proxy war that's all been queued up bam here yeah. we go this is how we're going to roll out fourth quarter um yeah well yeah, interesting I, thing mike is that the markets the defense budget uh stocks yeah, I think the attack took place on a Monday or Sunday morning. Yeah. The stocks uh, here in the States took a, they went up in value. People were putting puts on them at stocks. So the word was out before it happened. It was like 9-11. It's, it's so uh, weird. They because... can never admit that. No. That place, they could literally watch a hummingbird, you know, fly over the wall on, on the West Bank, but they couldn't figure out this huge attack was coming. It strains credulity. It really does for me. And And I'm a capitalist. I believe in in capitalism, but I just can't bring myself to buy those stocks as we go into. And listen, I'm no saint, man. But, you know, I, I would invest in a cigarette company. I have no problem with that. But like weapons, I don't know, man. I can't These feel that. Are social Darwinists, dude. Yeah. They're Darwinists. They, they are nihilists. They don't care. They don't go to church. No. Money is their God. Some kids die. Oh, that's just Darwin, man survival of the fittest you're not part of them you lose that's proof that darwin is right that's what that's what i think all these social darwinists are they're it's not much different than satanism but there's just some really nasty people out there and that's that's the people who profit off stuff like this well now that we bummed everybody out completely yeah. what's <laughs> now, the solution I, yeah well how that, do we get out of it that's where that's where i think we're at because these friends of mine who are not americans um when i would say what i had to say they all thought, you know, this is completely what you have to say is reasonable. Um, how many of you are there in the U.S.? And I said, well, there's more than you would think. The media wants you to think that people that think like you and I don't exist or that we've been relegated and depicted as some kind of, I see somebody version of, um, that we are some kind of, I don't know, cartoon. They, they want they want people to think that we do not exist when in fact, I know that there are a lot of us who see the world like you and I, but the entire media military entertainment complex is tilted against us because they wish to perpetuate the uniparty state. And okay. if, if you elect Trump, well then that start that screws that up massively. So, you know, uh, when you get out of the U S you find out that people don't think the way that we do. Who knew? And um, people don't see our leaders the way that we think they see them. In fact, you know, they, you might be surprised by who they now see as having been a better president. Like, do you, what, who comes to mind? Like, what do they say? Trump. Trump. They say Trump. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he was good for the Middle East. And um, I mean, look, it's as simple as did we have any new wars? No, we didn't. And for me, that is my number one issue. No more new wars. Okay. 
After that, then we have the bandwidth to figure out all of these other things that we need to fix. But as long as there is a war that we're embarking in and we can have all this sloganeering and all this crap, then you can't deal with the stuff on a domestic level. And now I'm getting now I'm getting razzed up. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's a huge <laughs> distraction. Yes. That was I think that even goes back to Orwell. You know, he said yes. all these wars serve the state and the people always get, you know, shafted. And that's the perpetuation. That's why the war is perpetuated. It's the maintenance of the social order. And so and they happens. don't want the social order to change. They don't want that money to come back to middle class people. They want to grind us all into powder. That's yeah. what's happening. And a lot of people who want, you know, they, 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 they're good people. And, you know, they're trying to just take care of their lives and take care of their family and do the right thing. They get snookered into this game by this omnipresent, very powerful day in, day out media um, propaganda machine. And they don't do the work that you or I or your audience do. They don't feel the inclination to look deeper or ask questions or confront the uncomfortable truths that one must in order to know the truth. And um, but we're at a point now where I'm sure there's more of us than we think there are. Yeah. And that's the only thing that really gives me hope. They're tr deliberately trying to keep people from coming together. And one example yes. is like this died suddenly on Facebook. They destroyed that group. There were people coming together to share stories of vaccine injury or shot injury or whatever. I'm not allowed yep. to say that word anymore. But uh, I got to take this off of YouTube. <laughs> but like, the, uh, you know, edit, they're edit. trying to keep people come together. Yeah, exactly. They're trying yeah. to keep people from coming together like this. And they that's why they literally are passing something in Canada against podcasts because it's the it's like the samus dot under the the communists there's the way for people to actually communicate what they're thinking in a long form thing like this without too many interruptions it's incredible the last vestige of free speech is guys like you and i who do not work for major networks or even independent networks right. you know you call me up or, or email me michael you want to talk and yeah i'm like william absolutely i want to talk so we are doing this in completely independently and you said something really interesting a minute ago that i want to say to your audience on behalf of you and guys like me you know he mentioned that word that i will not mention that he has to edit out that's what we're up against people yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how this thing works now we have to be we're not trying to cover anything up we have to watch our tail ends about what we say or we get demonetized right right no, that's incredible it's a it's a violation of the constitution mm -hmm. i mean that's the whole by uh, missouri v biden thing but uh, Jonathan asked, let's see, would the military start, start a draft? Do you think they'll draft people? I don't know. I hope not. Wow, that is a really good question. I am, um, you know, I had to sign up when I, you and I, I think, are the same age. So it was, what did we call it back then? Was it selective service or something? What did something we Something like that. They have we all had euphemism. Yeah. We all had to sign up. I did not serve in the military, but I have great respect. For all who have served in the military, my hat is off to them. We cannot do enough for them. So where does that bring us now? I have children. You have children. Um, we, we both have daughters in college. It's like if they ever came to me and said, Daddy, you know, we're thinking about signing up. I might be honest and just say, you guys, I, I admire your sense of, of, of responsibility and nobility, but I just can't trust these people who are running the show. I don't know if I want you to do that. And that what makes, that's what makes me upset because they get people to join the military and then they do these willy nilly things. And then yesterday there's the photo where they dox those four, um, 
the four guys that are, uh, you know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm not I'm senior moment, senior moment here, folks. I'm forgetting the term. Um, basically they show a picture of Biden and then there's four people. Oh, right. Clearly, those, yeah. Right. They, they revealed the, uh, the identities of who these Beret, people green berets inadvertently, but that's, I don't, the, that's the Biden administration for you. They're that is, that is, that is a, a microcosm of the whole thing. That is a metaphor for the, how do you do that? How, I don't know if that was an accident, um, but it just shows a lack of disrespect for the people. There's a lot the of ex, uh, people, you know, people who are in the uniform were disillusioned by their treatment after the most recent wars yes. in Afghanistan and Iraq. A lot of them didn't get mental health help that they were promised. They were promised, oh, the, the VA is going to help you. And then there's no money for that because we're fighting Ukraine. So you just see how, I mean, I just, it's such a disgrace. This whole country is in such bad to, shape. To answer your your um, listener's question, that is a really interesting question because, yeah, if this thing continues to go south, if this thing spirals out into like a regional war and that spirals out even more, wow, yes, we yeah. may have a return to the draft. And I hope to never see that. Yeah, we'll be back in like uh, Vietnam style uh, mm -hmm. Riots in the street, uh, you know, weird groups blowing up offices and stuff like that and revolt and communists all over the place. Like, it'll be a, a big fat mess because a lot of people won't be for it. I mean, you already see it right now with all these kind of, you know, pro-Palestinian things out in the street. So, you know, all that, get worse, yeah. all that money that we're giving away, how about instead of buying all of these overpriced devices and giving it to these other countries, why don't you up the pay on some of our uh, military personnel and maybe you will attract enough people. <laughs> it's all a rerun. What if I, why not raise the pay of the cops and make cops? Exactly, a man. Career? Yeah. This the is cops all are the best common they, sense. They defunded the cops. And that, that's why it's cities that I grew up in San Francisco are a mess. Like, what are you guys thinking? They, it is a they comedy of errors. Yeah. Yeah. Error after error after error is yeah. really it. Oh, Mike, we could probably do like six hours. Yeah. But we are at the 53-minute mark. I mean, I think we've kind of covered a lot of stuff. I mean, I, I just things are looking rough. I mean, that's really it. Yeah. How do you want to? Well, um, yeah, I'm tapped. I don't want to belager the point. Everybody knows where we're at. It's very concerning. I just I appreciate you offering me a chance to get some things off my chest. And um, listen, I, I really hope that we can find a way to improve our situation. I, uh, I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be um, pessimistic, but I am concerned. And I, I don't know what else to say, man. Yeah. I think that if you uh, like soberly look at the problems, then you can fix it. Like I'm not a dissident. I'm not no. a complainer. I'm just saying no. we have problems that need to be fixed and they're yeah. not through some kind of ideological lens. Let's see what's going on and fix one each at a time. And then we can all have better, safer, longer, happier lives. These are like things that are impeding our pursuit of happiness. These are things why 1776 happened. And the, the political class has to go. They're terrible. Like most, I can't, I can maybe name on one hand people I would say. Massey, Johnson, Paul. I mean, it's really hard. Maybe. Ron Paul, Ron, Ron Paul in particular, and Rand. I right. always tell people, and I was telling my friends from overseas, like that's the one guy that gives me hope. Because sometimes people say to me, 
eh, you know what? They're all crooked. I'm like, no, actually, they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not. And all this crooked. guy right here is my Obi Wan Kenobi, and he is the one. He is my North Star. So not everybody is corrupt. Yeah, no, um, there's a couple out of Utah that I like. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess I, I chose like my values are Midwestern or something or Southern or something because all the people I like are from the heartland. So, Amen, brother. Figure what it is. Mike, where can people find you? Have had some really interesting interviews. Can you share what you've been doing recently and what you have on the horizon? I would love for people to come on over. It's Michael Parker Media. I have a new podcast. I think I'm in like 20 episodes right now. And my interest beyond politics is kind of, you might for those, just for an easy analogy, I, I always liked Art Bell type stuff. So I just dropped an interview yesterday um, with a witch who was the last student of Sybil League, just from a historical point of view. Um, and so Michael Parker Media, I do politics. I do this kind of weird, crazy stuff. I try to keep it entertaining, and I would love to have some new new listeners. And William, I thank you for the opportunity to come on and pitch my, my pleasure. Thing. Anytime. And the, the thing is, is that you have older shows that you've put up from some of the other places where you were. Yes. The, actually, the show that I just put up actually dates back to 2007 when I had uh -huh. a show called Dark Matter before Art Bell had a show called Dark Matter. And um, because... Uh, this particular guest has been dead for quite a while, but anyway, it's Halloween, man. So I like to put up that type of stuff too. Right. So I'm not always trying to hit people over the head with, with the politics, but I try to just, you know, bring interesting subjects to the fore and I would love to have people come yeah, around. You have some original content. So people check that out. I will put a link to Michael Parker, social media. And where can people reach out to you? Uh, if they have any follow-up questions or anything. on Twitter, uh, Michael Parker, LA. I mean, just, just message me like that or, um, that that's the best part just michael michael parker la on twitter if you hit me up there i will answer you and weirdly enough nobody ever hits me up there but um but i'm well, there i'm know. there so folks yeah. it's easy michael parker la because i'm in los angeles there you go michael parker la at twitter and then michael parker media podcast thanks so much for your time appreciate it thank you all right bye-bye stay there stay there